we are a proud member of the 143 Podcast Network. The Cheers to Comics Podcast is proudly affiliated with NSCLiveTV.com. That's No Signal Comics. NSCLiveTV.com. Find the Cheers to Comics Podcast on channel 34 of NSCLiveTV.com. No Signal Comics. The best in auction action. Slurds and welcome back to the Cheers to Comics podcast. I am your host Brian Wayne, and this is episode 237. I don't know, I lost track. This is the pull list priorities. On this here pull list priorities, I'll be going over the FOCs due by the 5th of October, as well as the books slated to hit your slots on the 7th of October. So let's just get right on into it um yeah focs man Uh, i'm gonna never not stress the importance of focs for those that are unfamiliar if you're a new listener uh, uh, (laughs) uh, these are the books that you have to order by the certain date if the books don't get ordered by the certain date then they don't get made they don't get made then you gotta go to i mean then i mean it's harder to put it on your pull list right it's much harder to put it on your pull list if they're not out there and they can't be guaranteed not on your pull list, you gotta be a shelf dweller. And uh, that's not faring too well for a lot of folks these days, so if you're a failure as a shelf dweller, then you uh, you gotta uh, <laughs> go to eBay. And everybody loves eBay, right? Everybody feels super confident getting your book shipped from strangers and probably em- envelopes. You know, they're probably sending it, uh, what do they call it, media mail, so you may never get it. I got a bunch of books today, jammed into a... F- <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. So, all of that stress and headache and heartache could all be avoided by just pre-ordering your fucking books by this date. So, let's just get down into it. Vault Comics is who I'd be starting with this week. Uh, Automol's going into a second printing, it looks like. Don't know what this is, but for those of you that are into it, boom. Number one, going into a second printing, there's a foil, foil variant. Uh, to go along with it. And then we also have number two. Automal number two. Uh, there you go. If you're into that series or just happening to slide on slightly late, now's your chance. you got to order this book by Monday if you want to secure your chances. Uh, next up, we've got a number one uh, from Vault. What do we have here? From Alex Pacnadol and John Lay. Giga. Giga number one. What is Giga? I know it's got some cool covers here. Nobody knows why the skyscraper-sized mechs known as Giga fought their bitter centuries-long war. Ah. All they know is that when the fighting finally stopped, the dormant Giga became humanity's new habitat and a new gods in one. What? When disgraced engineer Evan Calhoun finds an apparently murdered Giga, he is society and the... Fashtic, tech-centered religious order that controls it are rapidly thrown into chaos. Uh, well, despite that terrible, terrible uh, description, actually seems rather intriguing. Um, yeah, 
Giga, number one, order it by Monday, or you just might not get it. And there are three covers to choose from on here. There's a, let's see, Gooden Daniel and, ah, Adam Gorham did the C cover, right on. Oh, this next book, man, heavy, heavy number two. Now, <laughs> I fell in love with the first issue. I think it's extremely underrated. I don't know why everybody and their mother's not talking about it. Uh, but, you know, with that, that being said, just take my word for it. Pick up this book and make sure you get it by ordering it by Monday. And then Wasted Space number 16 from Vault. So it'll be a 1, 2, 3 from Vault this week and a second printing. So good on you, Vault. From Vault, we go all the way up to Oni Press. Oni Press, we have a Rick and Morty book. Rick and Morty Ever After. There are two covers on this one. This one's done by Sam Mags and Sarah Stern. There we go. When one of Rick's experiments on knowledge absorbed from via osmosis goes horribly awry, and when they don't, or when don't they, sorry, Rick and Morty find themselves sucked into Avalonia. Sad stories for bad children. An ancient, dusty tome full of fairy tales. And not the sanitized Disney version. And then there's like 18 more sentences, sentences here. It's Rick and Morty. I mean, do I really need a... F Ugh. Come on, guys. Uh, this cover A looks like Rick... I don't know. Throwing down a... a, a I don't know. They got a Rapunzel theme going on here. A little Jack and the Beanstalk action. I don't know. Of course we're picking up this book, Rick and Morty fans, Right? Right. From Oni Press, yeah, just one from Oni Press. We go to Aftershack. Aftershack Comics, where you at? Where you at? Boom, there you are. Uh, Sympathy for No Devils, number one. So we got a number one here from Brandon Thomas and Lee Ferguson. Winston Wallace has a secret. He's all that remains of a mankind and is surrounded on all sides by demons, monsters, and ghouls that picked up where humankind left off. Lying, stealing, cheating, and killing. Killing. Kildring? It's a new one. Years ago, it was Winston's job to investigate such things. Now his ex-partner needs help solving the brutal murder of the world's largest colossal. Because he knows the secret. He knows about the magical curse that gives Winston the ability to survive a world where everything is bigger, stronger, and angrier than he is. Ooh. Uh, but how long can Wins... You're... Haven't you started the book yet? We're already nicknaming this motherfucker. But how long, are, how long can Wynn's impossible luck last? And will this new case finally be the death of him? He certainly hopes so. Right on. So if you're not familiar with Brandon Ferguson, he did Excellence. Or I'm sorry, Brandon Thomas. And Lee Ferguson did Sam and his talking gun. Mm-hmm. Uh, this actually sounds rather intriguing. Um... Sympathy for No Devils. I might give that a shot. Uh, from Aftershock. You know, is there anything in Aardvark? There's a little Aardvark. So, <laughs> Spider Whore. Now, what is Aardvark? How come you never talked about Aardvark before, Brian? Because I recently discovered the magic that is Aardvark Comics. It's uh, Cerebus and, the, you know, the, the, the fucking Aardvark. And he goes through and making fun of shit. You know, I picked up, uh, was it, uh, Penis. Yep, that was the name of the book. <laughs> but it was an homage on Batman Damned. Well, here we have Spider Whore. 
What the? <laughs> Starring spider whore. This is the dirt on feminism. Mm-hmm. So, uh, full title, which we weren't using because it won't fit on the purchase order. Spider whore dishes the dirt on feminism is what it's supposed to be called. Continuing from last month's amicable spider vark annual, Cerebus is still the alpha plus male feminist of the western world, but spider whore is fighting back. Why? Because that's what everyone does in a superhero comic book. Yep, fight back. Doesn't matter against what. Fighting back is fighting back. Fighting is good. Fighting back is even better <laughs> guys guys you're reading this you will be you will be i recently discovered aardvark and i think they got me i think they don't reel me in i'm a big fan of homage covers i i, I really like cover swipes and <laughs> that's what they do here so from aftershock we go boom Boom Studios, Angel and Spike number 15. There are one, a two, a three covers to choose from there. Uh, yeah, cool. Mega Man Fully Charged number three. Let's see, one, two covers on that one. You know, I'm not really doing the Mega Man thing. I picked up issue one out of nostalgia and realized, I mean, I didn't even read it. It's like, hey, Mega Man, that's cute. Uh, but, mm. I don't know. I, I didn't give it a chance, so I, don't, I can't talk down on it. I just don't really have any interest in reading a Mega Man comic, personally. It was a video game to me, and I don't play video games anymore, so it's pure nostalgia. Oh, look at that. Forgot to turn my phone off. Hmm. <laughs> Shout out to the Ocho Duro Parlay Hour. <laughs> oh, Ken M over there. I can't hype them up enough, guys. Uh, easily, by far, my favorite place to get my sports talk and uh, nerd culture fill-in news type of situation. So, random shout-out to ODPH because, I, yeah, my phone went off and it just so happened to be them. Because we cool like that. Uh, carrying on with the podcast. Uh, Once in Future number 9 is going into a second printing. Surprise, surprise, surprise. I mean, come on, nine, the ninth issue getting a second printing? Maybe you should just print more fucking copies once in future Boom Studios, because you know they're going to sell. You know it's a hot book. Ugh, whatever. I'm being mm, nasty. Power Rangers Draken New Dawn number three. Super underrated series. Big stuff coming out of this uh, series, mini-series. Uh, it's only a three-parter, so it's wrapping up here. But yeah, in the Power Rangers universe, there's some uh, strange shit afoot, man. A lot of a lot of things coming to light, you know. Uh, continuing on for Boom Studios, Unkindness of Ravens number two. There are two covers to choose from on that. Gotta pick by Monday. And then Wind number five uh, of five. This is more James Tynan. <laughs> I just learned how to say his his name properly. Turns out, not only was I saying it wrong for a long time, even the corrected way I was saying it, and I air quote the shit out of the word corrected, was still wrong. James Tynan IV. And as we all know, or maybe you don't know, and this is news to you, Boom Studios has signed a, uh, an exclusive dealio, first look deal with uh, Netflix. And, well, anytime they think about 
and putting anything out, and they want anything's out there to be optioned, Netflix gets first look at it, and James Tynan is hot as uh, hellfire right now. So, boom. <laughs> no pun intended. Uh, IDW, from IDW, we've got Canto Hollow Men, number three of five. You need to be reading Canto, y'all. And you know what? The the, the value of Canto is, is skyrocketing on eBay in that first issue, in that first series, because people are finally starting to open their eyes and venture outside of the box and try new things. And you want to know something that's new? Canto. Uh, most recently, Canto 2, number 3. And this is just a five-parter, but worth it. Uh, Sonic the Hedgehog, number 34, is getting two covers on that one. I like how it gives me an image of the B cover, but nothing on the A cover. And then, and then we have possibly everybody's most anticipated release of the whole year. We have the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Last Ronin, number one of a five-parter. Is it a $9 book? Yeah, it's a $9 book. Are you going to buy two? Probably. Uh, it's Kevin Eastman, Peter Laird, Tom Waltz. What? They just threw... Oh, my God. And we've got... I mean, this is stuff... Uh, Kevin Eastman does the art, and Esau Escorza does the art, and Isaac Escorza does the art, and then my boy Ben Bishop does some art. We are reading this book together. Story time, motherfuckers. Uh, <laughs> I'm pumped on The Last Ronin. From there, we go Dark Horse. Dark Horse Comics, we got a number one, baby. Colonel Weird, Cosmagog. Jeff Lemire. Oh, yeah. All right, when we got the word weird in the, the the title of the book and we've got Jeff Lemire writing it come on guys this is it's it's a must pick up it's a must pick up and I love the shit out of some Dark Horse lately Wacky Spacer Adventurer Colonel Randall Randall Weird leaves Black Hammer Farm and embarks on a strange journey through space and time for something that he's long forgotten with his sanity and life at stake Ooh, uh, so this is out of the uh, Black Hammer universe, and, you know, that would have deterred me until I picked up Skulldigger and Skeleton Boy, and I found that, and I was like, oh, it turns out I don't really know shit about Black Hammer to enjoy the Black Hammer universe, what Jeff Lemire has created. By the way, Tyler Cook's doing the art on this, and I'm pumped for that, too. But, yeah, no, I'm, I'm totally picking this up. I am pumped. There's some great indies coming out this week, and it's not about quantity, it's all about quality. And what is there, one, two covers on that one. Uh, oh, we got some Hellboy action. Hellboy and BPRD return to Effie Kolb. This is just number two of a two-parter. Who's doing that cover? It's a sweet cover. It's a fucking sweet cover. Uh, Stranger Things, Science Camp, number two of four. And two, three covers to pick from there, but you gotta do it by Monday, the 5th. And finally, we've got more X-Ray Robot, uh, two covers on that one. So that wraps up Dark Horse Comics. And now we're gonna wrap up the indies with Image. From Image Comics coming out in a few weeks, but order it by Monday. 
a man among ye. Number three, it's about a lady pirate. And that's all I know about it. Also, we have Ascender number 14. Get your orders in for that if you want to pop into series at issue 14. Uh, ooh, Bliss number 4. I suggest you pop on on Bliss as quickly as you can. If you've missed the first three issues, just dig now. Uh, do what you got to do to get these issues because I have a feeling. I have a feeling that Sean Lewis is going to be one of them writers that blow the fuck up. I think he's extremely underappreciated for his talent. And the same thing with Caitlin Yarsky, the artist on here. They did Coyotes together. This is <laughs> this is going to be an eight-parter I binge. I, I read issue number one pretty much knowing that I was just going to read issue number one, collect the, the whole eight-part series, and then binge it. And, yeah, that's where I'm at on that. And, <laughs> this is good stuff. Good stuff. At least from that issue one I read. But, in Sean Lewis, I trust. Make sure. It's never too late to order Chew, guys. It's never too late to jump on Chew. Order Chew. Number four. Uh, I really wish they... It's probably a good thing for my wallet. They don't put out variants on this. But I really wish Layman would commission some, some variant artists on this. That aren't like store exclusives. I know Guillory's doing a couple of store exclusives, but I think they're across the pond too, so I don't know. I just don't trust international shipping, unfortunately. Uh, Dead Body Road, Bad Blood, number five of a six parter. I think I'm on this. I think I'm on it. I'm not sure. I don't know how many issues of this I have. Uh, ooh, Department of Truth, number two. There are two covers to pick from here. No, I, I haven't read my Department of Truth number one yet, but it is at the... It's at the top of my indie pile. I know I've, you know, it's Chew's there too, but I know what Chew's gonna be. You know, if anything, I might uh, end my reading week with Chew just to have a f mm, nice uh, palette, no pun intended, going into talking about comics, because I'm never mad at Chew. But anyway, we're talking about Department of Truth right now. And I ha once again, this is James Tynan, and <laughs> the dude just can't miss right now. It's really hard to talk shit about Joker War. It's hard to talk shit about anything he's doing. Um, I mean, I will say that I hated issue number two of uh, Something is Killing the Children to the point where I dropped the series and then just had to re-pick it back up. But everybody's allowed one bad issue in their career, right? Philadelphia number nine. Uh, once again, Rodney Barnes. This uh, he's signed an exclusive deal with HBO to develop some of his stuff, and Philadelphia, I would imagine, is at the top of his list to be produced. It's only a matter of time before this book fucking blows up. And you know, will there be new characters introduced throughout this series? I would imagine so. We all know how The Walking Dead worked, right? Uh, do I need to explain that to you? Uh, Nailbiter Returns, number six. I think this is wrapping up the six-parter. I believe so. Maybe I, don't, I thought it was a mini-series. I could be wrong. but It's on my pull list, but it's really just a place saver and a reminder every week when it drops in my slot that I need to go through and read Nailbiter. Uh, sex Criminals, number 69. Mm-hmm. Matt Fraction and Chip Zarsky. Oh, it's the final issue. Series finale. In which we skip ahead 39 issues. About to say, <laughs> how does that work? Alright. 
Kind of doing the same thing they did with Chew a little bit, where they skipped way the fuck ahead. Three covers on that one. There's a sexy variant and then a sexy photo variant. Oh. Huh. Um. Alright, we've got Spawn covers. We've got Spawn number 311. We've got the, the Matina A cover. Where you pick that up if you're me. Because it's Matina. And then you have this wonderful tribute cover he did to for uh, Chadwick Boseman. Um, you know, cool. Cool. I like how he changed the Spawn skull to a Black, Black Panther emblem there. Um... I don't know, I'm just that guy that just doesn't understand why comics are celebrating a fucking actor so much. I just don't get it. And I... I know, the answer's probably obvious to some of you, but... Not so much to me. Am I still gonna pick it up? Yes. Because I now pick up every single Spawn cover, and there's even a C cover by Barberi that they're not giving me an image for, so that tells me, definitely pick it up. Uh, continuing on from Image, we have Tartarus, number six. There are two covers to pick from there. That Texas Blood, number five already. Jeez. Uh, Undiscovered Country, number nine. There are two covers on that one. Is that... A, who did that? Okay, Dave Johnson. It's still cool. Uh, this is a series that's totally going to be in development, if it's not in development already, to be a series, and... Once again, I have a feeling this is going to be the Image Comics' new Walking Dead book. You know, I, I think that right now there's not a lot of people talking about it, but as soon as it hits TV, I would imagine, everybody and their mother is going to be all over this fucking book. Ask me why I picked up three copies when issue one came out. Ask me. I dare you. At Cheers to Comics. And that does it for the indie FOCs, y'all. Now let's move into the big boys. Let's talk Marvel. Marvel Comics, uh, Amazing Spider-Man number 51. Look at that. Only one cover, you say? Yeah, but it's a fucking sweet cover. That is a really sweet cover, I'm not going to lie. But, you know, and being that they put out 7,500 fucking covers for issue number 49 and 50, and then they did a 50.LR... I'm a little sour on the old Amazing Spider-Man right now. Kind of wish somebody else would take over this series. I'm not going to lie. Whatever. Uh, Black Widow, Widow Sting, number one. Okay. Two covers on this one. There's an infant variant. What? Ralph Macchio. Not that Ralph Macchio. Uh, Simon Buonfantino. And, uh, yeah, Tony Infante did the variant cover. It's Black Widow madness right now from Marvel on account, and we now have to wait till May to get that movie. How do... I'm not picking it up. I'm a, unless... Hold on, does it say anything about a first appearance in here? Something stirring in the criminal underworld. Uh, Magia, boss Silvermane, is making his move. S.H.I.E.L.D. has an agent in to investigate, but they've disappeared. It's time to call the heavy hitters. It's time to call Black Widow. And the plan Natasha Romanoff will uncover is far deadlier than any... Okay. Well, I don't know if there's going to be any significant appearances in that or not. Who knows? Uh, Doctor Doom number 8 is finally continuing on. Mm-hmm. Oh, Fantastic... Fantastic? Fantastic 4... Fantastic 
Jesus Christ, Brian. Fantastic Four Antithetus. Number two is getting a second printing. Wow. Is Antithesis really going to be a thing? Uh, and they're not giving me a cover image for it, so I'm probably going to have to pick it up. Because who knows what's on there. And then, speaking of Antithesis, issue number three is on the FOCs this week. And Alex Ross is doing a Medusa Timeless variant. I don't think I've ever seen Alex Ross do Medusa before. So to me, something kind of new. But I'll say, a little sloppy. A little sloppy for it's not nearly as polished as his usual stuff. It's like he's got a thing against Inhumans or something. I don't know, that Black Bolt cover he did was dope. But, I don't know, I still like it. I still like it. I'm not, I never, and I will, I gotta put this disclaimer in every show, never am I here to sway you against a book. You know, every once in a while, one of my own opinions just kind of falls out of my mouth, but it's never to sway you away from anything. However, when I am talking up a book, yes, I want you to read along with it, because I, and, or read with it, with me. I want you to read the book, I want you to pick it up, I want you to support it, because the more people that buy the book, the better chance of it not being cancelled, and yes, I'm selfish. Uh, Mortal Hulk number 39... Ooh, there's a spoiler variant on that. So if you're not reading Immortal Hulk by now, go through, pick up all the trades, but first, add this book to your pull list. Because it's a Marvel series for the ages. Bishow. Uh Marvel Zombies Resurrection. This is number four. There are three covers on this. They give me an image for the A cover, the Leon Yacht cover, but they don't give me the Ortiz variant or the Scan variant as far as what they look like. So I can't hype up the image there, but these days when they don't give an image on a variant, a lot of times, you know, shit gets hot, man. Shit gets hot, especially if it's a really fucking sweet cover because people don't go in blind in comics. Comics are expensive. They're $4 a fucking piece, guys. Uh, if you're lucky, unless you're Spawn, rock on McFarlane. But my point here is, you know, it's it's hard to just blindly buy something when you already bought the A cover and you don't even know if you're gonna like the B cover. Now that everybody has the ability to flip comics and sell them back or anything like that, so yeah, man. Uh, but me, I have serious fomoitis, and um. I usually pick up that kind of shit. Because you never know, they might just pop in a crazy first cover appearance of a character, then the market explodes, and I love me an exploding market. Savage Avengers number 13, and there is a Boss Logic variant every time on that one. Doctor Strange done by Boss Logic. I dig it. I dig it a lot. Uh, Shang-Chi number 2 of 5. Uh, Alex Ross did a timeless variant on that. Spider-Man Noir, just one cover, but it's Dave Raposa, and it's a beauty. Star Wars Dr. Aphra, number five, is due by Monday, so if you're into that kind of stuff, there you go. I do think it's actually on my pull list, but not really reading it. I think I'm just, I want to have more than one series in my Star Wars collection, I guess. I don't know, I'm a fucking masochist, I hate money. Uh, Strange Academy, number four. They're doing a spotlight variant on this one. The spotlight variants seem to do very well. Uh, but they're not giving me a who it be. 
I mean an image is what I mean to say. Everybody was late to Strange Academy, and now everybody's loving Strange Academy. You can too. Oh, and there's a Scarlet Witch Timeless variant done by Alex Ross. Um, X of Swords continues on with Stasis. There are uh, three covers to choose from here. One by uh, Coax. Hmm? Oh, that looks pretty neat. Oh, that's pretty cool. Wolverine with the sword's always intriguing. And then there's a Mike Del Mundo variant. I love Mike Del Mundo's art. I think that dude's got a cool style to him. And that's where we're at on Marvel. Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> Alright, let's talk DC. Now, the rules are changed a little bit with DC. This whole podcast, I've been saying, order your books by Monday. Well, as we all know, or maybe you don't know, uh, DC isn't distributed by Diamond anymore, so they have different FOC cutoff dates. And Yeah. So, with that being said, let's talk the books that you gotta order by Sunday. Uh, uh, from Action Comics is, let's see, 1000 number 26, and there is a Lucio Perillo variant. Uh, Batgirl is ending with issue number 50. Joshua Middleton does cover A. Terry Dodson cover B. Batman Beyond, number 48. Francis Manpool's continuing to kill it on the variants on that. I'm loving Batman Beyond. Uh, Batman Superman. Ooh, man. A Mark Brooks cardstock variant? Please give me an image. Of course not. Why would you? Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm picking that up blindly. Uh, from the Death Metal universe, Dark Knight's Death Metal, Rise of the New God. Number one, it's a one-shot. Uh, is that Peach Momoko? It looks like a Peach Momoko cover, maybe. Meh. Batman always wins. The irrevocable truth resonates to the very heart of Perpetua's battle with the Batman who laughs. And when her ally reveals his absolute nature, she will upend his mantra and destroy the last planet. His planet. But that's not enough. And the mother of all creation must wonder, if power lies in destruction, why would she ever stop? But that's the thing about truth. When it turns to fact, there's no disputing its godlike reverence. And so enters the darkest night. Mm-hmm. Featuring a backup story that spins out of the cliffhanger from Dark Knight's Death Metal Multiverse's end. That's it. Uh, <laughs> all right. Alright, I guess that's Ian Bertram doing the cover. Never mind. Not Momoko. Either way, uh, this is an obvious pickup if you're doing the whole death metal series. Oh, Detective 1029. And that Lee Bormejo cover, that variant cover, oh, it will be mine. I think I got a little Libra Mayho wall going on at this point. Or I will. I've got a bunch of them ready to be put up on a wall. Uh, Flash number 764. Flash readers, get on it. No better time than the 764th issue. Am I right? Lee and Yuck, all up on it. Uh, Hellblazer Rise and Fall, number two of three. Two covers on that one. John Constantine, Hailblazer, number 11. I feel like this, I thought I heard somewhere this book's canceling again. I don't know. That'd be a bummer. I'm not reading it or anything, but fuck, can we just get some consistent Constantine already? 
can't believe I was able to say that. Consistent Constantine, consistent Constantine, consistent Constantine. Justice League Dark number 27. There are two covers to choose from here. The B done by Cal New. Nagu? I don't know. Uh, Last God Songs of Lost Children? Little one shot here. Who's doing this? Dan Waters. Ew. Scary. Uh, Legion of Superheroes number 10. Two covers on that one. Be done by Darko La Fuente. Red Hood Outlaw number 50. I think this one's ending here as well. Let me see here. It's a $6 book, so it's probably oversized. Jason Todd's downward spiral began when he was murdered by the Joker. But deep in his heart, he blamed himself for charging headfirst into deadly danger. His rage and self-loathing caused him to lash out at those around him, keeping friends and family alike at arm's length. Until the outlaws. Okay. First Arsenal and Starfire, and later Artemis and Bizarro, saw through his defenses. Now it's time to pay it forward to the one person he, who represents all the mistakes he made in his own life, Duella Dent. But, can he save the Joker's daughter? What? When he couldn't even save himself? Don't miss the end of the outlaw era. So yeah, issue 50. Done. Order it by Sunday if you want the final issue. Uh, oh man, speaking of final issues. This one's not necessarily a final issue, but it's the second to last issue. Suicide Squared number 10. And there are two covers to choose from there. Oh, man. Uh, Tales from the Dark Multiverse, Batman Hush. Oh, yeah. I'll be picking this one up. Just a little one-shot. Just a little one-shot. But I like the Dark Multiverse stuff when it's a, a series that I dig. And Hush, is a, that, was a, that was a fun fucking story. And to wrap up the DC FOCs, Wonder Woman number 765, and Joshua Middleton is doing a sexy B cover on that one. Joshua Middleton, the man of a million styles. And uh, that's it, y'all. That's it for the FOCs. Once again, if it's not a DC book, you have until Monday to get those orders into your shops to secure your slots. And if it's a DC book, do it by Sunday. Uh, better yet, just as soon as you're done listening to this podcast, just contact your, your LCS and say, hey, these are the books I want. Now, uh, I'm going to take a quick break, lubricate my throat, and I'll be right back with the book slated to hit your slots on the 7th. Uh, in the meantime, I'm going to leave you with this. Good day. I'm Ken. And I'm Steve, and we're the hosts of the Nerd Cantina Show, where nerd culture and society intersect. Whether you come for entertainment news or some space and science talk, we are here to keep you informed on weekly nerd topics and discuss how they affect us as a society. As well as having in-depth interviews in our Cantina Conversation and Fight Me Fridays. Just like any cantina, we want you to join in on the conversation. From our blog at thenerdcantina.com, our voicemail line, or our closed Facebook group at thenerdcantina.com forward slash community, where we really get to interact with our fans. So pull up a stool and get involved in our community all right i'm back how about that nerd cantina always my favorite place to get the science talk i just feel smarter after listening to nerd cantina i do uh yep i'll continue to plug them after their plug so 
here we go. Let's talk about the book slated to hit your slots on the 7th. Uh, yeah, I planned that analogy. Analogy? Jesus Christ, you fucking moron. Alliteration. Analogy? Where the f- Oh my gosh. I'm gonna stop recording these podcasts past dark. Because I'm clearly a fucking idiot. So, I'm gonna start with DC this week. Now, yeah, you may have the opportunity to pick these books up on Tuesdays, depending on who your LCS is. Uh, but, um, you know, it's... It just depends. It does. DC allows their books to be Tuesdays. That's why they claim they, they want their books on... Their, their orders on Sunday or whatever, but... Whatever. You know what? I'm done throwing shade at DC. Let's just talk about the books coming out next week. Starting with American Vampire 1976. Number one. So, uh, yeah, Snyder's back on this series was, I think it was like a little six-parter or something. I'm not sure. Uh, read American Vampire and then Go to 1976. I don't know. Uh, it's on my pull list, though. Why? I don't really know, but... Um... I don't know. Oh, it's Black Label, too. It's a Black Label book. Is it an oversized book? I don't know. Uh, huge, huge book. We have Batman number 100. The Joker War comes to a city, shattering conclusion as Batman battles the Joker in a brutal no-holds-barred duel. This is a fight 80 years in the making, and its outcome won't just change Batman's life, it will change Gotham City for years to come. Plus, catch the first glimpse of a new villain known as Ghostmaker. Uh-oh. And after the senses-shattering conclusion of the Joker War comes a pair of short stories that will chart what's to come in Gotham City and Batman. Don't miss the first showdown between Batman and Clown Hunter. Aww, I want them to be friends. Guys. Yeah, I get it, though. He kills people. <laughs> what else is coming out next week? Let's see here. Do do. Oh, Deceased Dead Planet number four. No biggie. Uh, yeah. Huge, fucking awesome, amazing series that I can't get enough of. Oh, it's a big week for DC. Those are three must-reads so far. What else do we have here? Uh, Far Sector number eight. All right. Uh, I'm not reading Far Sector. It's not on my... I don't have any of the DC young animal crap on my poll list, but for those of you reading Far Sector, there you go. Uh, from... Oh, another death metal tie-in. Justice League number 54. I really like that 53rd issue. I'm happy to be back on Justice League now that it's, you know, tying into the death metal and whatnot. I actually think out of all of the death metal books and tie-ins and one-shots so far, issue 53 of Justice League has been the best one. Just saying. Uh, Legend of the Swamp Thing, Halloween Spectacular. It's a big old 48-page giant. But, you know, thing. Halloween every year, there's a Swamp Thing something. You know, whether it's a 100-page Walmart giant or whatever it may be. And you just, you can expect it. I'm going to pick it up. It's ordered. Uh, from the Sandman universe, we have the Dreaming Waking Hours. Yep, it's on my pull list now. Uh, you know, I mean, here's the deal. Uh, truthfully, 
I am not a fan of G. Willow Wilson's writing in any way, shape, or form. I've never enjoyed anything she's written. But my interest with the Sandman universe has been recently spiked again after checking out that audiobook. <laughs> yeah. And fuck. I'm all about the Sandman universe again. So yeah, I'll be. I'm gonna give it a shot. I haven't read Waking Hours yet of the first issue, and that's only because, like I said, I'm just not a G. Willow Wilson fan. She's not my flavor. Is this me trying to deter you from the book? Fuck no. Uh, and honestly, she's a hard person to deter from because she's a legend. You know, an undoubted legend. But. You know, it's not for everybody, and I'm not everybody. And lastly, from DC, slated to hit your slots on the 7th is... I'm not going to... I'm going to say it. I'm going to... Any opportunity I have to say it, I'm going to say it. I'm sorry. I found like a fucking snake this, <laughs> this episode. Uh, from Wonder Comics... Young Justice number 19. So, Jane, not Jane, uh, uh, what's his name? Brian Michael Bendis is still doing his little thingy thing there. I'm not reading Young Justice, so I couldn't tell you what's going on in there. Now, let's talk the other books coming out next week. Uh, firstly, let's do, let's do Vault. Let's do Vault Comics. I think there's lots of good stuff this week. We've got Money Shot number 9. Uh, it's about sexy scientists trying to fund their space program with porn. Uh, no One's Rose, number five. There are two covers to choose from there, and a beautiful fucking Adam Gorham cover on the variant there. Man, I like that. Sexy. And that's it from Vault. From Vault, we move to Titan. Not a name I say often. From Titan Comics. There's some shit here, guys. Uh, Adler, number four, two covers on that, three covers on that one, look at me lying to you. Three covers on Adler, number four. I don't know what this series is about, but it's there, so I'm going to say it. Uh, Doctor Who, Time Lord, Victorious, number two, there are three covers on that one. And then Horizon Zero Dawn, number three. Three covers on that one. A cover being a Momoko variant, so ha-cha-cha. And a pretty awesome-looking wraparound variant on that B cover. So, there you go. Those are the books coming out on Titan next week. Uh, SourcePoint. From SourcePoint Press, we've got a few books here. We've got Apocalypse Girl number 6. That's a cool cover. That's a scaly horse, guys. Uh, Backfired number 3 of a five-parter. Once again, not familiar with it. Don't know what it is, but... Let's see. Wally's lies are exposed. Cool. Reverse Backfire coaxes Wally into fighting for his true love. The Terran takes Wally to career day, which isn't great when your career is on the toilet. Yeah, I don't know what any of that means, but there you go. Backfire. Broken Gargoyles, number two of just a little three-part miniseries. I did pick up number one, but I, I had to get it from elsewhere. So it showed up late, so I'm behind on it. But it's only a three-parter, so it's not going to take me long to catch up. But it seems like something I would be very into. Uh, Bug Bites, number two of three. Uh, this is Killer Bugs, something like that. Uh, I don't know what it is, but um, I, I've, I know that it was a book that a lot of people were really looking for when it came out, and nobody really seemed to have had it. But I don't know where that stands now. 
uh, Hollow number three of four coming out. Once again, another series from SourcePoint I'm not really checking out. Monstrous Witch Hunt number three of four. All right. And don't get that confused with Images Monstrous. This is Monstrous. Or Monstrous. Not Monstrous. I don't fucking know. I'm not reading it. I couldn't tell you. Uh, no heroin number three. I think this is this is just a three-parter. I don't know. I, uh, it's on the pull list, but uh, it's just not my flavor of book. Is all Buffy the Vampire Slayer meets Needles. This is two things that doesn't say Brian Wayne. Uh, I mean, I had Frank Gogol on the podcast and all, and um, it's just yeah, dude's killing it. It's again just not my flavor. That's all. He's just too sad for me. He's just too sad. And to, let's see here. The Prisoner, or just Prisoner, number one, just a little two-parter here from Luke Durden. Uh, no relation to Tyler. Andre exists on the razor's edge between life and death. The daily reality in a thankless paramedic career, scrambling to save victims from the endless mayhem of his crime-ridden city. I had a dumb moment there. I went to Camarion. <laughs> His crime-ridden city. Andre thinks he sees the dark side of humanity, unaware of the rampant increase in missing persons, of the monster stalking in the streets. <laughs> this is so fucking... This is shitty wording, guys. Can you just write a complete fucking sentence without the... Ampersand, ampersand, ampersand. And he's about to learn the courage and willpower, empty virtues, when faced with suffering and agony, devoid of mercy. So you could have just fucking said that. You could have just said, Andre is about to learn the courage and willpower, empty virtues, when faced with suffering and agony, and devoid of mercy. Devoid of mercy. That would have been enough for me. Uh, it's only a two-parter. It's not a huge investment. Uh, despite that terrible fucking... Uh, d d description. I think I did add it to my pull list. I do believe. And last from Source Point. Yeah, I'm still on Source Point. Touching Evil number eight. So there you go. Uh, let's continue on here. You stupid fucking thing. God damn it. Uh, what? Oni Press. <laughs> Talking to myself. More. Oni Press. Just one from Oni Press is backtrack number seven. Sorry, I'm not reading. I couldn't tell you anything about it, but for those of you that do have it in your pull list, you've been officially reminded. Uh, Mad Cave Studios, we have Hollywood Trash, number one of a five-parter. I actually got my hands on the uh, preview copy. Yeah, I know, motherfuckers. And it was, looks fun. Looks fun. Looks like something I'd be into. Don't sleep on Mad Cave Studios, y'all. They put out some good stuff in the past. Uh, and Arctic Press, where you at? There you are. Few from Antarctic Press, Crimson Scorpion, number two of three. I don't know what it is, but it seems neat. Uh, Ninja High School, number 177. Can't believe that's still a thing. Two covers on that one, one of which is just a black and white cover they're calling retro. But, yeah, um, whatever. Uh, Patriotica, number two. Uh, this book, you know, I'm, 
it got popular. I don't know if it's still popular. Uh, I think more than anything, it's probably popular with the pervs. No judgment, but just saying. She's got more tits than face there. And Walmite 3, the Magalorian. Oh, boy. <sighs> One shot. The Magalorian. Really? Uh, yeah, it's just what it sounds like, guys. It's a fucking Trump book. It's got a... a what? Yes, it's Trump meets Mandalorian. And what is going on here? Ugh. Ugh. Yeah, I love when people make fun of politics, but you're really pushing it now, guys. You know, a couple of times here and there, but between, what is it, like Trump card and then Donald who laughs and now this bullshit. I don't know. I just think there's a lot more in politics to make fun of. That's all. Uh, I don't lean in any way, shape, or form. Just so you listeners get that straight, I am. I have. I do not lean. I hate all politics equally. And now, with that being said, I'm so fucking tired of seeing Trump's fucking face all over my comics, or them trying to depict Trump on my comics. I guess this isn't my comic, is what we're getting to. Uh, from Ahoy Comics, we've got Penultiman. Penultiman. Yeah, I can't read good. Uh, this is number one of a five-parter. If you're not familiar with the Ahoy Comics, the rule at Ahoy is it is supposed to make you laugh or it doesn't get published. So, yeah, I'm going to be giving it a try. From Ahoy, we go Aftershock. Three from Aftershock. Wait, no. Two from Aftershock. Disaster Inc. number four. And Lonely Receiver number two. Don't know what either of those are, but for those of you that do, you've been reminded. Uh, no, we don't talk about Action Lab when they're just pushing tits and ass. Uh, oh, it's Boom. Boom Studios. You know, i got to filter this down a little bit. There we go. From Boom Studios... It's a whole lot of Buffy. Three Buffy the Vampire Slayer covers on number 18. And then... And then... We only find them when they're dead. Number two. Two covers on that one. Yes, this book is solidified on my pull list until the end of time. You're going to have to really fuck up this issue for me to want to drop it. Uh, you're going to have to... Something is killing, killing the children number two this shit for me to want to... Because that issue, first issue was strong, like bull. Uh, you know what? What was a blaze? Let's talk a blaze. Yeah, I forgot about a blaze. Uh, Chimerian People of the Black Circle, number two. Now, there are four covers on this, but the thing is, is as you know, and I've stated in this podcast uh, just moments ago i collect homage covers and there is an awesome homage to um the dark knight and <laughs> uh yeah yeah all about it all about it all right so from boom we go to or from a blaze i guess from a blaze we go boom from boom we go idw 
and <laughs> uh, Batman the Max Arkham Dreams number four of five. Yes, there are two Sam Keith covers. Yes, I'm getting the fuck out of this book. Yes, I've been waiting well over a year for this book. And yes, I'm not mad. I'm not mad. I actually have faith it is coming this time for real. Uh, one of my... shouldn't be my most anticipated book of the year. It should be one of my most anticipated books of last year. But, <laughs> whatever. You know, beggars can't be choosers. And, you know, motherfucker. Um, mm, I'm in it. I'm so fucking pumped on this book, guys. <sighs> Lock and key. In Pale Battalions Go, number two of this three-part miniseries is coming out on the 7th. Uh, Transformers, My Little Pony. Yep, that's the same book. Number three of four. Snake Eyes Dead Game, number two. Leaf Field. Two covers on that one. Uh, <laughs> over on under on how many... Uh, issues of this I pick up. Um, <laughs> never mind. Never mind. Uh, you know what? I'm not one to talk shit about a creator except fuck Rob Leefield. Just saying. But I don't judge you guys who are into him because everybody has different tastes, so I'll still say his stupid books. Uh, maybe you're a G.I. Joe fan and you just are ignorant as to how terrible of a person Rob Liefeld is. And you know, like I said, I don't judge you for what you pick up. But, mm, nope. <laughs> the only reason you would ever see me with a Lifefield book would be to flip it. Sonic the Hedgehog, Bad Guys. Number one of a four-part miniseries. There are two covers on that one. Uh, Star Trek Deep Space Nine, Too Long a Sacrifice. Uh, number three. Two covers on that one. Uh, Star Wars Adventures is rebooting with their number one. Two covers on that one. And then Transformers is crossing over with Back to the Future. Uh, this is the first issue of this four-part miniseries. So a whole lot of IDW next week. Tons to pick and choose from. Whether you're a Trekkie or you have terrible taste in art and you like Rob Liefeld. Or you're a Sonic the Hedgehog fan. Or you just know who the best artist on the planet ever is ever to ever do anything ever, period. Sam Keith. There you go. Oh, yeah. Now, Dark Horse. From Dark Horse Comics, we have the original screenplay for Alien. This is the third issue. There are two covers on that one. Uh, Bang number four is coming out. A couple covers to pick from there. Cyberpunk 2077. Uh, number two is coming out. Uh, you know, a lot of a lot of stores got shorted on their Cyberpunk 2077's number one. So, I don't know, I mean, uh, probably a lot of people are going to be behind on this book. I could see a lot of people that didn't pre-order this book skipping this book because they just haven't gotten their number one yet. And that is a sad story. Uh, Neil Gaiman's Norse Mythology, number one. Yep, you heard that right. Two covers on that one. That's going to be big, I believe. I do. I think I fucked up and didn't pre-order that book, but I have a feeling that it's it's going to be big. Uh, Orvo, number two. Uh-oh. Launch Day, part one of two. 
What? I'm confused. It's the it's number two, but it's part one of. I don't fucking know what's going on here, but there you go. And then Spy Island, number two of the four-part miniseries. I got my Spy Island late, but it's not too late for me to catch up, right? It's not too late. And that does it for Dark Horse. Let's talk Image from Image Comics. Wrapping up the indies coming out next week. We have Adventure Man, 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 number four... Uh, I read issue number one, and I guess it just didn't really draw me in like I hoped it would. Uh, but I do see the in, the intrigue in that, and as to why, you know, uh, how, how this series could continue on to be something great. Um, I'm not I'm not afraid to say it's you know just because I don't like it doesn't mean it's bad. You know, I, I I know when I don't like something good. Sometimes shit's just a little too smart for me. You know, sometimes I like my uh, my comics fed to me with a baby spoon. Sometimes I don't, but in, in, in this case, Adventure Man, it's not spoon-feeding it to you. At least that's what I got out of the first issue. Uh, Coffin Bound number 7 continues on in that series. That's good. Uh, Decorum number 5. I think this is just a 5-parter, right? Or is it a 6-parter? It might be a 6-parter. Regardless, it's just a little mini-series, but I really hope to get something big out of that one. I binge it. Two covers on that one. Die number 14 has a couple of covers to pick from. Uh, Firepower number 4. Yeah, I'm off it. I thought I was going to give issue 2 and 3 a try, but I just I disliked issue 1 so much. I, I lost faith. I, I just don't think I'm going to enjoy this series at all. Let me know if I'm wrong. If you guys have read this book and, you know, feel like I didn't give it enough of a chance, just at Cheers to Comics on Twitter. And let's talk about it, huh? Uh, getting it together, number one of four. The, I mean, no, <laughs> not a Brian book. Friends, relationships. Doesn't say comic to me at all. I mean, it. I don't know. But it's coming out, so bam. Inkblot number two. I did get the first issue of this one late, and I, I'm not into cats and I'm not into magic, but a magical cat somehow roped me in. So it's on my, my to-do list for show. Uh, Lost Soldiers number three of five. There you go. Not a series I'm on, but... There it is. Marked, number eight. Mm-hmm. Two covers to choose from there. Marked. It's magical tattoos. Moonshine, number 21. I don't know what it is, but it's Brian Azzarello, and that should be good, right? Uh, Pretty Violent is already at its 10th issue. That's big news, right? Right? Why do I keep saying right like you guys are going to answer me? I don't know. I'm bored. Uh, now I'm not. Walking Dead Deluxe, number one. So, if you're not aware, they are reprinting the entire Walking Dead series, all 193 issues or whatever it is, 194 issues. And this time in Technicolor, or just regular color, I don't know. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm on it. I am. I'm going to read Walking Dead. The reason I didn't... It wasn't a priority priority for me to go through and 
check out because frankly I, I like color in my comics and now that it's going to be colored yeah, I'll be getting it I don't think that this series is going to be huge or anything like that I, 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 because you know the people that have already read The, read the Walking Dead you know, they, they know how it ends, they know the story, and, you know, if you're cool with the, the, the black and white version, or the grayscale version, however you want to look at it, you probably don't need the color. Is it a cash grab from Image? More so by Robert Kirkman. 100% yes. There's no doubt about it. But, there are a few people out there like myself that will be on it, so, I would imagine more than a few, but not as many as one may think, actually. What is there, uh... Five covers and a blank, so six covers on that one. So that wraps up the indies coming out. Now let's wrap up this whole gosh darn podcast with the Marvel books. The Marvel books coming out next week. Um, Amazing Spider-Man number 49, and it's 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13 variants. Uh, I almost don't even want to get any of these just because of that why the fuck it's a ten dollar book it's issue 49 what the fuck what the actual fuck i know i said it when i said it on the focs but i'm gonna say it again what the actual fuck marvel Ugh. black widow number two uh two covers on that one three covers on that one four covers on that one five covers on that one six covers on a number two eat dicks marvel uh, how many of them are good? <laughs> uh, Champions is rebooting. Champions number one. One, two, three, four covers on that one. <laughs> Deadpool number seven. Hey, just one cover. Making it easy this week. Kelly Thompson doesn't need to cash grab because she it speaks for herself. You read my book. You'll buy it. I'll sell the copies that way. I don't need to put out 15 different fucking variants for something so that you could sell one issue's worth of fucking books that you would hope to be selling, selling Spider-Man. Not to mention you're going to make it a $10 book. Jesus, fuck you. Fuck you. Uh, Deadpool, however, Deadpool number 7, it's a $4 book. Standard cover price, one cover to choose from. Good on ya, Kelly Thompson, for keeping your shit together there. Ah, appreciates that about ya. Uh, Magnificent Miss Marvel, number 15. There you go. Uh, Marauders, number 13. One, two, three, four, five variants on that one with an Alex Ross Iceman timeless variant. Now, why all of a sudden, after no variants on any of the X series, are we getting five variants on issue 13 of something? It's X of Swords, that's why. Uh, Miles Morales, Spiderman, number 19, just one cover, believe it or not, <laughs> yeah, believe it or not, uh, original Marvel Zombies, Marvel Tales, number one, okay, what's this, that's too many things for me to read, too much room for error in their description there, uh, I don't know, I don't know, it's an $8 cover price, will I be picking it up, I don't know, I didn't pre-order it, so... I don't know. It's probably just a bunch of retold stories, reprinted, whatever, because it's Halloween and they're doing zombies right now anyway. <sighs> oh, Rise of Ultraman number two. Three variants on it. <laughs> Jesus. 
Uh, Spider-Man Marvel Snapshot. Just one cover on that one. Oh, what the fuck is that? Nope, never mind, I lied. Two covers. Ugh. Star Wars number seven, two covers on that one. But at least this one's like following a theme with what they're doing with the, the Empire Strikes Back variants. Uh, Swordmaster number 11. Oh, you mean you're not doing six issues on a 11th issue of a series that nobody's fucking reading? Uh, if anybody's reading Swordmaster, you know what, I'll even go any further. If you've attempted Swordmaster at Cheers to Comics, just let me know. Because <laughs> I don't know anybody that's reading that bullshit. Uh, and it's hard to sway you away from it if you have no interest in it, right? There you go. I just don't like the manga feel in my Marvel comics. As a matter of fact, I'm going to take it a step further and say I hate the manga feel in my Marvel comics. Get this Arrow bullshit. Get this New Agents of Atlas bullshit. Get this Swordmaster bullshit out of my fucking comics. Send that shit to manga where people read shit backwards. I don't know. What the fuck, Marvel? Ugh. I hate it. I do. I hate it. I hate it so much. Read Spider-Man. And I hate Spider-Man right now. <laughs> uh, Thor, however, I love. Thor is one of Marvel's best series since... Oh, well, I mean, not since Donnie Cates took it over. Just can't deny what Jason Aaron's done with the character since forever ago. But Thor, it's just... It's a, it's a staple book. You know, if you want a solid recommendation from me... Uh, I know it doesn't seem like I'm too hype on Marvel this week, and I'm a Marvel fanboy, but... I mean, honestly, I don't... What am I... Let's see, what's on my pull list for Marvel this week? Spider-Man, but I'm not reading it. And it'll just be the A cover. Uh, I pre-ordered Champions, but I uh, don't have a lot of faith in it, just because I don't like that team. Uh, who's doing it? E-viewing? Uh... Simone DeMeo drawing it, though, that's a different story. The art might bring me into this one. I just don't like the the, the, the champion's team itself. I don't have any interest in it. so It's on the, my list, but... Mm. Uh, Deadpool I'm reading. Uh, Marauders I'm reading. Uh, I pick up Miles Morales, but I don't really read it anymore. Uh, yeah. Yeah, not a lot coming out from me this week, guys. Uh, let's continue on, though, because I'm not done. Uh, Wolverine, number six. Yeah. Uh, three covers to choose from. Alex Ross, Timeless Variant. Yeah, duh. But the Daniel Warren Johnson variant, that's no fucking brainer. That's a variant that I'm getting on. That's because I love that fucking artist. I think Daniel Warren Johnson's one of the best people doing it right now. Uh, X-Force number 13, to wrap up this podcast, there are four covers on it, and the timeless variant is Beast, so, uh, more X of Swords, crossy, ovary type of bullshit, and it's probably not bullshit, I haven't attempted it yet. Now, that does it, y'all, I know this is a little bit longer than it normally is, uh, for the Polis Priority episodes, but I leave nothing out. You know, even the stuff that I'm not a fan of. I, well, I guess I didn't talk about Dynamite and all that shit. <laughs> Some of the stuff I'm not a fan of, I just, whatever. Uh, if I truly believe it, it's just a cash grab, and I don't believe there to be any substance or quality in the book, I don't, I'm not gonna steer you into something that I don't think that you'll like. You know, and everybody's different, and 
you know, like for the instance of Vampirella and all that shit, you know, if I'm not talking about Vampirella and you like Vampirella, you don't need me to tell you that Vampirella is coming out because you're a Vampirella fanboy. That's just how Vampirella fans work. That's fine. That's fine. Some shit just sells themselves. Uh, but yeah, there's some stuff where I just, I don't know, I just don't feel comfortable pushing it. I don't know, that's, that's all, that's all, but for the most part, 99% of the shit that I see here on uh, Previews World or wherever it is that I get my information, I shout it out regardless if I'm reading it or not, 99% of the time, so I hope you have been informed, I hope you've been reminded, maybe enlightened a little bit, I don't know, that's the point of this podcast though, at least this segment, and you know, I urge you all as always, I'm not going to not repeat it, uh, pre-order your books, and <laughs> pre-ordering your books is, it's, it's vital, it's vital to this industry, it's vital to your wallet, it's vital to the, the market, you know, if you're one of those people that's disgusted at somebody that, you know, is selling a new book for $10 after it just came out, uh, that day, that Wednesday, and you know they only spent $4 maximum on it, then, you know, you don't have a right to be pissed off at that, because you, could be that person too. You could. Uh, it's, flipping books helps the market, you know. But don't you got to pre-order it though, because what doesn't help the market when flipping books is being a little shelf dweller. And yes, that term is now coined. <laughs> That's mine. And just hanging out and picking up the stack of books because you just now heard it's hot, and you go and you that that's a bunch of bullshit. You know, that's a flipper that I, mm, I I call those people out when I see them. I do. I call them out. I embarrass you when I see you in the LCS. You got a stack of books that you didn't pre-order. And you had to, mm, and I mean, I don't just mean like a stack of a bunch of different issues. Uh, a stack of one hot book. Uh, I think you're a fucking prick. So, all the more reason for me to urge you. <laughs> It's for you to be urged. If you don't want to get called out by me, you just so happen to run into me in LCS and you're one of those guys, there you go. Pre-order your books. I'm going to make up every excuse I can to get you guys to do this. Uh, that, that's it's, it's important. And I love this industry and I want to see it thrive. So do your part. Now, uh, that does it for this here podcast, y'all. Um... As always, I must remind you to stay healthy out there and safe and do your part in making sure other people stay safe. Uh, But most importantly, read responsibly. Cheers, fuckers. Hi, you're listening to Cheers to Comics podcast. This is Mark Russell, and you're listening to the Cheers to Comics podcast. Hey, everyone. I'm Monty Michael Moore, and this is the Cheers to Comics podcast with Brian Wayne. This is Drew Zucker. You're listening to the Cheers to Comics podcast.